morning, campers, and welcome to Camp Cryptid. We're your hosts, Louis Stardust and Erica Fett. Well, good morning, you little gremlins. I love me some gremlins. You know, it's like the right time of year for gremlins. It's a Christmas movie, yeah. right? I think so, for sure. Yeah, I definitely put it on every year. Um, we had that Christmas sweater with the little gremlins on it that we posted. Oh, yeah. We, yeah, yeah. we did just actually post that on our socials. Yeah. Hello. So it's definitely like a Christmas movie. We're not talking about Christmas movies today, though. We are talking about the best horror films of 2022 because we're almost at the end of the year, which is crazy to think about. Like where I I just feel like ever since COVID, time is not even a thing. Mm -mm. Like what what even is time? You know, does time exist? I feel like as a kid, time moves so slow, and then the older you get, plus COVID, just makes things really (laughs) just blurry. Like I have no concept of time. We we both text each other on December first, and we're like, holy shit, it's December uh, first, because we thought November had thirty one days in it. So I did. It's just been a wild time. I literally. I was like, oh, I still got one more day in November. This is great. I'm on a nope. 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 I was like, oh, shit, I got to put up a bunch of Christmas content and, like, pay attention to, like, what's happening now because the holiday season gets busy. But, yeah. But I will say, you know, the benefit of that is that, one, Camp Cryptid had a full year of making episodes. That's very cool. And, two, we got a lot of really good horror stuff this year in comparison to previous years, I think. I I think it's a very strong year for horror. Oh, I do, too. I I think that we were kind of blessed this year with horror because Mm -hmm. we've been kind of having, like, a drought, I feel like, for a while. Yeah, there's definitely been, like, good pieces. That, that like pop up for, for sure, sure. Um, but not as many consistent ones and we went and yeah. asked our campers on Twitter what we thought the best or what they thought rather was the best film of the year for horror and the most common ones I saw were Smile, Pearl, Barbarian, and Nope. I don't know if that was what you were seeing. Yeah. But a vast majority were saying those. Yeah. There's other suggestions, which we'll talk about in a minute. But that seems to be kind of yeah. like the the top ones for people. But also, too, what's interesting is those movies came out at the, like, last quarter of the year, I would say. Yes. I mean, nope. I don't know when it released. I think it was in the summer. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. But I think the other three were the last quarter. So I don't know if it's just because it's so fresh in people's mind yes. or that they forget that Scream came out this year. Like Malignant. Yeah. yeah. Malignant. <laughs> like there's so much stuff that did happen that I don't know if people yeah. are remembering them or it's just uh, those were good because I think they were very solid films as well. Also, it could be that everybody's just concept of time is completely off because yeah. I know there were ones where I was going through my list and I was like, wait, did that come out in 2021 or 2022? Yeah, I literally <laughs> was like, Scream came out this year, right? I think like... I had to sit there and go through it and like then I was just googling okay what movies came out this year because there's just been so many yeah dude bless it So for you, like, I would like to just kind of go over some of the movies that came out this year. We could talk a little bit about them if you want to. Um, and then we'll go into kind of like our best slashers, our best monsters. Oh, yeah. And then we'll give our top three of the year for each of us at the end. Oof. All right. So today is just a full horror review. If we do not mention something that you like, please let us know because we obviously have missed it. We have a big list here and we're really looking forward to kind of dissecting horror movies of the year every year. Maybe we'll do those like ranking lists, you know, where it's like S tier to whatever. Yeah. Uh, in the future, yeah. I think those are fun Love videos that. to watch. And uh, yeah, so variety of subjects. I think that's the one thing about this year. It wasn't just like all reboots. I think the past few years have been a lot of reboots. Um, I, I mean, there's a couple in here and I think it's been a lot of repetitive horror i think there was a lot of fresh takes this year with horror yeah we got the terrifier 2 
an iconic yeah. film that uh you know we, we've talked about the first one a ton on here and how gruesome it could be so we got the second one did you enjoy that yeah so um like 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 you said we talked about in our first one because we did a an episode of, a back about clowns and i'd never seen mm-hmm. terrifier and i'm i'm deadly afraid of clowns and i actually love terrifier i was like this is you know everything you could ever want in a in a clown flick but terrifier 2 was equally i think as enjoyable um and i think one thing that since we've been you know dissecting a lot more horror and we've done reviews in the past too like with prey and stuff like that you know there's different things i think that you and i look for especially doing cosplay and stuff like it's the artistic side of things with like you know vfx and and special effects makes up makeup so i think that that's a big reason on too why i really like terrifier too because you know the special effects were just on point it was great and i love to see that you know application of those types of people in the field so hell yeah Not to be like the hipster friend of the group, but A24 films, I know that they're not the ones creating them. I know that they're kind of distributing and like producing whatever. I thought X was really fun. And yeah. I think it's really cool that we got Pearl like in the same year. Yeah. That's that's kind of like ingenious. Like I yeah. would think we would have to wait another year for it, but they went and did it perfectly timed. Yeah. And so I didn't see Pearl yet. I'm trash. I'm so sorry. I don't know if you watched it. No, no, no. I didn't either. So don't don't judge us. Oh. I saw. Okay. I saw lots of clips yeah. from it. Um. I I've seen things that like it looks like a promising film. Absolutely. But I could see how it could be successful after X because I thought that was a great concept for a horror film. Yeah, I loved it. I I yeah. honestly I'm looking forward to watching Pearl and I will. It is on my list to watch before the end of the year. So I'm guessing maybe by the next time we record, maybe I'll have watched it. <laughs> yeah. Fingers crossed. Definitely. I'll make sure that I do uh, the same. You know what it is, is I started putting on what was 1899 last night. And if you are listening and you haven't heard about it yet, um, I've heard fantastic things about it. But the one thing that's drawn me in is that it's produced or created by the same person who did Dark, which is like my favorite thing that Netflix has done. So I want to watch it. Uh, And I heard it's a weird one and I think it's very much up the alley of of shows which we'll talk about later but that has been taking my time um as well as a lot of anime and manga (laughs) and a huge pack of (laughs) comic books that I got from Image Comics so I'm trying to get back into I love that though more horror stuff um and I mean there's a lot of anime and manga that's horror um yeah and maybe we could do you know an episode in 2023 all about that because I mean there there are seriously I mean Vampire Hunter D I mean I I will always jizz over that so <laughs> i know we need to do like us reacting to, to horror anime clips and stuff because i enjoy those oh god absolutely so i'm so down um yeah did you see the invitation no so you know what i actually that is so funny you said that because i just watched the trailer for it last night and i was like ooh, mm-hmm. i need to so it's added on my list so another one before we record next time maybe i'll have it. <laughs> yes uh the the guy in that is not it's not sebastian stan but it looks like him yeah right correct I, me i you know what? Handsome. Good for them. Yeah. I don't know who it is, but I mean, yeah. I feel like it's like the the Chris Evans, Chris Pine. Like, which Chris is it? Because they all kind of look the same. Yeah. Like, brunette, um, tall guy. Thomas Dotry is their name? I mean, I guess. Has he been in other things? Like, uh, probably. Yeah. Uh, Descendants 2 from Disney oh, Channel. Good for Gossip him. Girl. Oh. Yeah. I think he's supposed to be like Hades' kid. I think, or Hook or something. Yeah. Uh, either way, yeah. that's not even relevant to what we're talking about, <laughs> but that movie looked pretty good. I was pretty interested in that. Um, yeah, I agree. I, I did see lots of people talking about bodies, 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 though. Um, 
I did too. I haven't seen it, even though it's We're got trash. the girl from Barat Two. I think is a Barat Two, the Maria Baklava or Bakalova. Yeah, she. Well, she's adorable, and I. Mm. I think she's a great actress. And uh, I was gonna watch it, but then I saw I had Pete Davidson, and to protest my sister, I'm not gonna watch it. <laughs> oh my gosh, because Pete Davidson. <laughs> she's obsessed with him, and I'm just like, girl. I think it's because she's like an Ariana stand though too. So yeah, it's I can like see that her whole, being like, like a you know yeah yeah thinking. She's got it bad for him. I understand. To me, it looks like comedic meets like thriller, I guess you would say. Yeah. Because um, it's not, it doesn't look like something that takes itself too seriously. Uh, and yeah. And it's also an H24 yeah. thing, it says, which makes sense because. Well, yeah. I mean, I'll probably end up watching it. Maybe maybe I'll do it to make her happy because I'm sure she'll she'll like watching it. It does say comedic slasher. I mean, she made me watch Don't Worry Darling for Fair, Hillary though. Style, fair. So. The concept of that, it was actually very interesting. So I absolutely understand that one. Is it bad that I I liked him more when he looked like a a dirt bag, like a total dirt bag? That's my type, dirt bag. Oh, yep. No, because that's our tra- That's our our trashy type. Yeah, that's well. And then how do you not like Pete Davidson because he looks like <laughs> the same type of like I I can't stand Machine Gun Kelly, but like aesthetically wise, that is like the the piece of trash that i like like that is the I i'm love so that sorry for you i know i know everybody's no. listening to this and cringing and i'm so sorry no every uh, no well there's either people who love pete davison or they hate him so it's like mm-hmm. I, and i don't hate him no poor guy's never done anything to me you know i just um my little sister so i'm just trolling her when i say i don't like him so yeah that's <laughs> it just a little but yeah little but no speaking of don't worry darling don't worry darling came out yes um, that was interesting did you like it because i know a lot of people are like i hated it oh So I got a chance to like actually watch it after the last time we were talking about it. And I I liked it. I think there's a lot of missing key points from the movie. And I wish that they kind of put the like you there's little hints of the premise earlier on and you kind of question it. Right. I wish it was pushed forward a little bit and that we got to see more of her being aware and doing stuff like I wanted to see more of like Like, a vengeance or something. Yeah. Yeah, it it just was like a little abrupt at the ending yeah. for me I wanted yeah. a little more um, I mean what I'll say is I feel like it was a, I feel like I didn't see the twist coming mm-hmm. you know what I mean and for that I thought it was enjoyable I don't think it was nearly as bad as people made it no I don't be, think but... it's as bad I think it was, there was just a lot of drama revolving in this movie and I think that's mm-hmm. honestly I know and I feel so bad that it had to be reduced to like you know who's banging who but yeah I didn't mind it though it gives me the kind of uh, almost like Handmaid's Tale vibe of being like, yes, yes. men are fucking stupid <laughs> and they will make decisions <laughs> that are not great for women. Here it is. Like that's it's the dystopian weirdness of it. So um, yeah. I unfortunately could see that being something that like could be accessible in the future. Like if, if technology was like that. Yeah, maybe. But I think it's a very fresh take on a movie. And speaking of a fresh take, we <laughs> watched Fresh this year. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, it's it was so appropriate too. Well, well, it was appropriate, but also kind of pissed me off because we did our cannibals episode, and then all these movies about yep. cannibals came out right after. Yeah, I'm like, why? But yep. yeah, it, it, we can do cannibals part two. There we go. We sure can. Mm-hmm. We sure can. Um, but yeah, I I really enjoyed Fresh. I I'm really hoping that you know, with how many people said they really liked it, that they'll do like another like sequel or even a prequel. The one thing I liked about it, like, yes, I, I also would get blinded by a hot Sebastian Stan in a supermarket and stuff, but I <laughs> liked how smart she was. Yeah. Like, I know there was notes and stuff from other women that have been there, like in the magazine or whatever. Yeah. He gave this to you because he likes you. Like, she used that to her advantage. She played the game with him well. Yeah. And that's like, I feel one thing that like, I mean, we're not in that situation. We don't know, right? But it gives me kind of the... um 
I hope I would be that smart in that situation to play yeah. the game that well if I was ever in it. Please don't ever put me in it. But like if that was ever <laughs> the thing, you know, and that kind of brings me back to the black phone, which I don't even think we put on this. This was that was this year, right? Oh, we didn't. Yeah. Yeah, that was. This and year. it's yeah. it's also the same kind of thing of being like smart enough, not only smart enough, but you're working with some little ghosties, right? Yeah. That kid was so brave to finally like take that step, which I imagine would be terrifying. Right. And I thought that was a very good film. I actually really liked that a lot this year. Yeah. Black phone was great. I really enjoyed that. Um, and who doesn't love Ethan Hawke as a good bad guy, right? Like <sighs> so good. So good. So good. Let me try to think of anything else. The Orphan came out and I know it was kind of towards the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. You know, it was okay. I wasn't in love with it. Um, it didn't like beat the first one for me, but I'm happy they got an origin. Yeah. She's even creepier than she was in the original. Like, uh, I kind of forgot how problematic mm-hmm. those movies are in the sense that it's like this girl who is romantic. Is like yeah. romanticizing daddies. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it is, it's, it's a lot and it's not great uh, in that sense, yeah. but it's definitely one that like the first time you watch it, you don't expect the twist. For sure. Oh my gosh, for sure. And it's one of those movies that like, you know, when Game of Thrones came out and everybody was buying big dogs and then like didn't want their dogs anymore. It makes me wonder if like there was an issue with orphanages like around that time based on like that type of movie. Like I wonder if it gave it like a bad kind of rep. Um, Hopefully not. Like or if it was... Yeah, like, or if it's ever been, like, done, yeah. like, ever. Like, that would be yeah. interesting to kind of look I into, don't know. too. Like, that we gotta be... look into that, too, yeah, Ooh. and see if there's ever been, like, a case like that. <laughs> I did also, another one that came out earlier this year was Scream, yeah. which is, like, my favorite horror film of all time. I'm a big slasher gal, you know what I mean? Um, There was hits, and there was misses, and I'll tell you what the miss was. Dewey. That was fucking bullshit i am so mad about it still i will never be okay about it it's not even like like i think they could have killed gail i'm sorry and i would have been dewey is just it's dewey he's like a sweet angel 100 it's he's the heart of he is the heart of the freaking movie okay i agree um, i would have been like i think we could have lost gail I'm sorry. It would have still been impactful. It's a character we've been with for so long. I could have deal. I, I would love to see the heartbreak between Sid and Dewey and stuff for losing her. I think that would have been great. Yeah. I fucking took Dewey out and now I'm broken. But aside from that, um, something you're going to see a common trend today is Jenna Ortega, which is the actress who was um, the sister in Scream. She was also in X and also in Wednesday, which we'll talk about later. I think she's becoming like the new, not the new face of horror, but you're seeing her more and more in stuff that I think she's going to really take place in this series. And I thought she was great in Scream. So yeah, I actually, I really liked it. I, my main problem is Dewey, if I'm being honest on my rant. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. Um, the only thing I will add is my other main problem to that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm piggybacking off of you. Dewey. And the fact that they did the CGI Skeet Ulrich when you could have used like literal IRL daddy hot Skeet Ulrich. Like what are I they know. doing? Like I, I just that I didn't understand. Like yeah, that he's dead, but they could have literally like placed it in a way that was, I don't know. I think yeah. they could have. Yeah, that's the only other thing that I was me, like. I don't- I just, it was weird. I didn't like that they were doing it like that. I would have rather, yeah. I just would have rather them use like old clips of him rather than this like new weird thing. Yeah. Um, I'm also, I'm not trying to complain too much because this was probably in my top three. Um, but I, I also was pretty surprised with the lack of Stu. They made it seem like there was yeah. going to be a prominent role with Stu. I thought it'd be somebody who was connected to Stu, maybe a family member or something. The killers, like I, I actually like them, but I, it wasn't the, the way that I thought it was going to go at first. So yeah. it was, 
it was yeah. Scream. It was Scream. It, it wasn't Wes Craven. I get it, but it was yeah. good and I enjoyed it. I mean, the thing is, is at the end of the day, is, as long as it's enjoyable is kind of how I measure it. Like, do I feel like, okay, now I've seen that I feel good? Like, or is it one of those things where I'm like, I watch it and I'm like, why did I waste my time? You know? Well, now that we're kind of talking about like series and stuff and, and let's talk about a few of those. So we got Scream. We got Hellraiser this year as well. Yeah. Um, I know you like that or you seem to like it at least. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't get a chance to watch it. That was on Hulu, I, right? Yeah, it's on Hulu. I, I would love to see them. I know people are, you know, it's like half and half on remakes. But if you had the same people doing your effects on like a remake of the original Hellraiser, it would be so sick. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that remakes are something that can be done when there's something technologically that can advance the movie better. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you have the original Body Snatchers from the 50s, but, like, think about if the one from the 70s was never created. That thing, the sev- is it's a masterpiece. It's made so many things come from it as well. Exactly. So it's, like, if you know that there are advancements within, like, like that that you can utilize to make it, it enhance the actual film, then hell yeah, I'm for that. You know what I mean? You just, rem- I mean, this is kind of off topic, but I want to talk about it because you're talking about special effects. Um, yeah. John Carpenter <laughs> had said that he wants to do a Dead Space movie, the video game, um, where it's, like, yeah. the big scary like monsters in space and oh, i would just yeah. trust him with anything he wants to do horror playing yes like, that's absolutely just my there we also got uh a halloween ends this year yeah yeah you know i guess i was gonna say the series that never ends but it it did end apparently so that's good <laughs> yeah it was that one i thought was okay did you watch halloween ends yeah. Yeah, I didn't even bother. No, I, I have no interest. Um, I love Jamie Lee Curtis, like the screen queen forever. I do too. Oh, God, she will always be a queen. Love to see it, but I'm just like, at this point, it's like comical. It's like Jason, you know? You just gotta, yeah, I, I just either think you need to embrace the campiness of it or it really take your time to think of something very fresh for the series. And I think that with something like that, it, it's like hard to do with a... That type of character. Mm-hmm. That's why, honestly, I still to this day loved the way that Rob Zombie did the Halloween films because he took something that was like so iconic and did his own twist. And to me, it worked, you know. But yeah, maybe that's all it needs is maybe someone else looking through a lens. And you know what I mean? I feel like we should be giving these points out of five, right? Uh, yeah. So yeah. Well, let's bring it back a little bit. Um, Terrifier 2 out of five, what would you give it? I'd say like a three, three and a half. All right. All right. Would you give the other one a higher score? terrifier one yeah probably i give it like a three and a half four only because it it, to me it was like such a unique clown film that kind of had everything with gore campiness and a fucking Mm -hmm. terrifying you know yeah i'd give um it probably like a three that seems solid x i thought was a pretty solid yeah four four i agree yeah for sure uh imitation we didn't see and bodies 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 we didn't see but we'll come back to you and we'll We'll let you know how i felt about uh fresh i'd give a four I thought it was four. Pretty, I would too. For yeah, sure. it's, it's got replay value to me. I would watch it again. Yeah, um, for sure. Don't worry, darling. I about three and a half. Yeah, I think three and a half is a solid thing. Where it's yeah. it's something that's unique in its take, but it's not absolutely you know something I'm I'm itching to go back or tell I, people. I watch. don't think it deserved as much hate as it got. I think that the hate was very unfair. Yes, you know. Yeah. Uh, how about Hellraiser for you? Oh, I'd say about three and a half, four. Okay, good. Yeah, so I gotta watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Scream, I am biased. I'm giving it a four and a half, and that's where I'm staying. <laughs> you can't stop me. You're going to hate me. I'm going to give three. about three and a half. I need, oh, okay. <laughs> it's, a, it's the half point for me. I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, Orphans got about like a, a solid two and a half. Did not interest me that well yeah. this year. I mean, two and a half. T- I mean, two, two and a half. That's I cool. like the girl, so I'll, I'll err on the side of two and a half. <laughs> yes. That's a, I think she's a fan. I think she's the reason why the movie is I successful. like the cast. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, how about Halloween ends? Mm, about two, two and a half. All right. Now for the final kind of like uh, remake, not remake, but like the final piece that's part of a bigger picture is Prey, right? Like it's yes. it's, a, it's something that came out this yes. year. I, solid five, bam. Yes. I have no complaints. I mean, you're more of a Predator fan than me, so you could feel differently yeah. and I will accept that. No, I would I would give it a five. Honestly, it, it left me wanting more and it left me happy. Yep. And honestly, I felt for me, Prey was like you got a beautiful story and you know I think with us being you know girls we're like hell yeah girl power but you know what it's fucking awesome to see a badass chick on the screen mm-hmm. run Amber mid thunder she's total baddie like total respect for her um and really smart yeah and it's just honest honestly seeing like a, a movie that has everything I loved it loved it visually beautiful cast was wonderful story was great and I want to see another movie so hell yeah Five, five on that one. Plus one to everything you said. I really don't like... Again, I... I I saw the original Predator when I was younger and then like I didn't really see anything yeah. else. I saw Aliens vs. Predator. Like that's probably it. So I went before Prey yes. which you can listen to our Predators and Alien episodes. Very good. I liked it a lot. Where we kind of dissect all the movies and like there was so much stuff I didn't know. So I, I did it all leading up to Prey and watching Prey I just I gave me a lot of stuff I wanted from it. It was very cool and I hope yeah. that they continue to do other um, Predators in other like destinations or like more unique ones. Um, Hell yeah. There's dude. so much that they could do with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, give me a samurai. Like, give me a predator-fighting samurai. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm like, I just want to see it all. Give me some fucking knights and dragons. <laughs> I don't even care. Make it go crazy. I'm, you're I'm like the VR reality of... Uh, <laughs> oh, I of, am. Yeah, you're right Absolutely. Absolutely. I just, I'm very interested in the backstories of the predators, yes. too. So I think it's yeah. really cool when they involve some of that. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. I know one you mentioned a few times is dash cam as well. Yeah. Yeah. Real fun. I'm pretty sure that was A24 as well because, I mean, A24 is just fucking out there doing doing God's work. Um, yeah. But, yeah, uh, really funny. Um, you know, it's um, <laughs> it's just a silly, really silly movie, and um, it's enjoyable, you know? I found myself laughing. Um, to me, I like those. I like those comedic horror movies, though, like where it's like – Yes. Um, Shudder did a great one called Deadstream, and we had talked about that one. I was just going to say that. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> totally a fun watch. Like, it has some jump scares for sure, but honestly, just such a fun, like, fun concept. Just so well done. Love those. I like movies that are scary but make me laugh. <laughs> Wait, Dash Cam? What would you give it? Probably about, like, uh, I give them both about a four. Yeah, both of them. And Deadstream. Maybe Dash Cam, like, three and a half, four. Uh, okay. Deadstream, four. Maybe pushing four and a half just because I was like really enjoyed it. Yeah. Wow. I love that. I feel like I said one through five, but like one through 10 is, is the better <laughs> scale okay. for this because it's like we're always in the we're in the top fours always because we're like, we like these stupid fucking movies. And like people are gonna be like, that's what you gave a four. I'm be like, yes, we yes. did because we have a different perspective on horror and we're not gatekeeping. Yeah. And also like, I think to, to yeah. be honest, like there's so many things that like different subgenres that I feel like maybe someone likes more gore. And so something with more gore, they're going to rate higher than like something with like maybe more of like a romance comedy. That's it. No, it's that's the new no no that's the new subgenre because it's like romantic comedy horror yeah. is warm bodies. Yeah. That's it. You yeah. know what I mean? You get movies like that. And I don't think that's a it's a real genre. You made it. Yeah. We talked a little bit about controversy with movies lately and Malignant is probably one that I saw the most hate for. Um, I was very <laughs> excited to watch it. I did not watch it because of the amount of trash talking I heard. Yeah. And I'm usually not the type of person to do that. I'll watch something even if I hear it's bad because it's I just... want to watch it. Yeah, I just have watching it. I just have so many more questions now that I've watched it. I'm just like, mm-hmm. how? what is going on? But um, Malignant, I like the premise, but 
I guess when we watch, I mean, we're I'm sitting here comparing this and saying that it doesn't make sense, but I'm I'm saying that a fucking returning serial killer coming back from the dead eighteen times makes sense, you know, like so it's like. <laughs> I mean, but that's 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 uh, what's it called? Fear Street. Yeah, like, you know. Yeah. So who knows? Malignant wasn't terrible, but it wasn't my favorite, so I give it about two and a half. Okay. The last um, few on here are things that I haven't seen that I think you've seen, or maybe they're just on the mm-hmm. list. Um, Speak No Evil. Yeah, that one was real. That one was really dark. Yeah. I think it's on Shudder, and basically it's about um, a Dutch couple. I don't want to give the way movie away, but basically they've got a kid who's missing a tongue, and they say it's like um, he's got like a, a medical condition, right? But actually they're a group of serial killers, and they basically kidnap kids and try to kill their parents Mm -hmm. and it's really fucked up and dark um yeah i i i hate to do this because i it's just so crappy but sometimes when i'm like getting anxiety about the end of a movie i totally look it up because i'm like first off does the dog die.com always and two i just like i'm like if this is going a certain way there's certain things i just don't want to watch um no you have to uh so basically i looked it up and i saw it was like super dark and i was like i didn't watch the like end of it just because i was like that's really fucking depressing but like i have an idea of what Mm -hmm. happened so Uh, but if you like dark like really dark horror i would highly recommend it It was a great movie um it's just a dark movie man (laughs) okay i'm i'm down with dark horror you just gotta be in the right headspace to watch exactly and we consume so much horror whether it be like looking up um topics to you know you know talk about or we're doing research on episodes or watching you know scary movies and television shows so it's just like constant 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 i, I don't want to watch a kid die like <laughs> you know what i mean like you know it's the same yeah. thing as like does a dog die i'm mean, like i just don't want to see it so that's why like lodge really fucked me up after yeah. i watched it the first time like i was like all right i need a little break yeah, <laughs> from dude, this. Like, i need to go put on lilo and stitch or something <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah yeah that's a good comfort movie i like that Oh my god, but yeah, dude, totally. Um, but no, that one was super good. I would honestly give that one like a four, three and a half, four, because okay. it was really good, but yeah, it's just dark. I, I can deal with dark. I'll watch that. I'll check that out. Um, I did yeah. realize that I missed one and it's day shift, which I did see. We and liked. that's another yeah. dumb uh horror movie, which like real the fun. casting, like I don't know if you could beat Dave Franco, Jamie Foxx, and Snoop Dogg. Like I think that's just kind of like a <laughs> yeah, like, it's really fun. Just so I, good. I, I I don't think it's particularly fantastic, but I do think it's a funky, like weird, funny one if you wanted to watch something. So um, hell yeah, definitely a dumb fun movie. I would say. Oh yes, and I think that was on Netflix too. So yeah, it was on Netflix. Yeah, um, Men. I also have on my list. I haven't watched that. You like that, right? Or no? Yeah, I didn't mind it. Like I said, it was like a three, a three and a half, three, three and a half. Um, You know, it wasn't, you know, it was just like a psychological horror. There's not too many points where you're going to get super, super creeped out or anything like that. But I mean, it was still overall a decent movie. And then I never heard of this Mr. Harrington's phone, Harrigan's phone. What is this? Yeah, I think it's a Stephen King thing. And it's on Netflix. Yeah. And uh, basically... This kid basically reads to this guy named Mr. Harrigan, who is like this old billionaire tycoon, essentially in this small town. And the kid, this is when like cell phones came out. So the kid gets him a cell phone so he can like look at his stocks and stuff like that. And he kind of gets like a soft spot for this kid. Like, oh, he like likes him and stuff like that. And then Mr. Harrigan dies and the kid starts receiving uh, messages from his phone that he put in his casket when he was saying goodbye to him at the funeral. So, ah! crazy no that's good (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, before we get into shows and kind of like our favorites and stuff for the year, uh, let's kind of determine, like, let's kind of dissect, I guess, the ones that our campers said were the best. So Smile was, for me, like a mix of The Ring meets It Follows, which are two movies I love. Um, So I really enjoyed this. I'd give it like a a solid four. Um, yeah, because I'm, I'm I really, yeah, I really hated what they did with the ending. I know it cannot always go in my favor and like what <sighs> I would like, but I just thought it was not like. Sometimes you want to see people live, mm-hmm. you know, in a world where it's just, you know. Well, I'm okay. Don't go our way. <laughs> I'm okay with her dying. That's the thing is like, I'm yeah. okay with her dying if it's like something that has purpose. I'm okay with her dying. Yeah. Um, because now it looks like maybe we'll have a moment with uh the guy. I cannot remember his name. But yeah, I think that they're could be a sequel to it and i would be stoked to see it but he needs to beat that shit because he's yeah. too powerful and i want him to live this is you know yeah yeah i agree i just I like agree. so my main thing was that i think it's a very interesting movie i think it's very well done i think it's it's one that had my heart racing the whole time and like i was nervous and i never yeah. knew what was real or what was not and the concept of being like okay i could beat this thing if i just like stay away from people or maybe just keep it in my head and and say I control it now and realizing that there's no way to escape it is um very it's a very interesting story and I liked it a lot so for me I'll give it a four I love that same um real quick um my dog's been sleeping and snoring so if anybody hears snoring in the background I just don't have the heart to come out of here because he's right under me and he is just no one's gonna complain about a cute puppy snoring little bear yeah it's a bear right under me so if anybody hears some some and he is go he is going um so I'm really sorry next it's gonna be like all the reviews are gonna be like 10 out of 10 we heard a puppy snoring we love this podcast so perfect (laughs) thank you now he's a little I mean we're we're a we're a pet friendly podcast here Mm -hmm. (laughs) y'all Um, I'm trying to think of other oh Pearl yeah we haven't seen Pearl but I mean judging by all of our viewers liking I'm guessing it will yeah. like it too yeah so. we'll definitely have to watch it and, and sure. catch each other up on it um, Barbarian yeah. I knew you were gonna love this one I think it's <laughs> I think it might be in my top horror films of the year and I'm gonna tell you yeah, again sure. a little bias because I love Bill Skarsgård <laughs> and like that to me was a selling point I also love Justin Long and oh absolutely it was it was the comedic horror that you wanted it's um the guy like i said was uh who wrote it was or produced it i think he directed i'm not positive i need to look this up so i'm more accurate but from the wise kids you know which i love i thought the main character was great like i i really i think it did end a little bit weird still i would have liked to see justin long live and kind of have i agree the fact that he's a piece of garbage like that would have been cool yeah i want to see the fallout from that too like give me like a a news thing going on where her talking in the background or something like just give me more yeah Yeah. and like thinking she's dead but she's alive or like something weird like i would love that um but i mean it's a solid one up there it's it's four so it, it, it for me it was like it actually scared yeah. me it's a concept that like freaks me out if something were like that to happen like could you imagine yeah. you're already scared the concept of being at airbnb and Oof. somebody else is there right i i, I personally have gone to a hotel yes. room and there was somebody in my room um because they misbooked the room so they weren't in my room i went to their room by mistake so like that freaks me out and then you have the concept of a a fucking scary tunnel with a monster in it and then an actual abuser like it is just like every weird thing in one but done very well it doesn't feel weird um 
I would say for anybody not listening to, it almost feels like two movies in one. Yeah. Because when you think something's going on, it completely throws you off. And I then you're like, that. then the movie I starts. I love that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's great. It's it was great, uh, and I I'm I'm not gonna lie. I, I was dying at the part where he was getting out the measuring tape to uh, measure the square footage. I was rolling because I was like accurate. <laughs> cut this out if I have to. I'm sorry. It, it is such a white man. Like that is the most like white horror movie man <laughs> thing I've ever seen. And 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 you know the one thing for her, she's like, nope, not going in there. I'm not doing that. Like you know what I mean. Yeah. So it, it's it's. It's yeah. like these tropes that get played with, and I think that's really fun. Um, yes, but I, for sure. I also I think one of like the most masterfully like beautiful. I can't even say the words correctly. Uh, nope, for me, I loved it. Oh. Jordan Peele's just doing all the right things. To me, that was yeah. my five. That's my probably my top yeah. one of the year. Yeah, for sure. It's 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 a solid five, a hundred percent. Absolutely, there were there were just there were like fifteen moments in that movie where I was just like one either the this it was cinematically just fucking visually beautiful mm-hmm. for the horror um and there were just events that he just captured so well the casting the story i i total fangirl over it because it was fucking awesome i don't think there was a part that really scared me like i did yeah. i actually had my heart racing like in in smile where i had to look something up because i was like does this happen because i literally cannot take it um and it didn't yeah. matter because I, I came on the screen right when i was looking or barbarian <laughs> which was like something unnerving i think nope is a fun like sci-fi kind of uh film yeah. and i loved it i just don't think i was actually scared scared but it's a five for me i think visually yeah. uh fantastic yeah. the story is very good the character and casting is great yeah um um, the story progression, the meaning, like there's so much to this movie. And plus, I love Stephen Yun uh, from. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was really stoked to see him, and I thought he did great. And um, yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was probably like one of the best films that I watched this year. Period. Like not even horror specific, just one of the best films I watched. So I liked it. I a lot. agree. I will say the coolest yeah. part just is the wonderful. blood raining on the house. I think that was. So Fuck sick. yes, dude! That entire part, I was yeah. like, ah, oh, I was losing. I was like, that is so, so cool. good because it is so good. It's yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah, dude, loved it. Um, I loved it. Stamp yeah, of approval for sure. Total. You want to talk about a couple shows that came out? We don't have to get too big into these. Um, I mentioned that, but yeah. if there's any that were your favorites, definitely tell me. I've been watching Wednesday. I actually really like it. I wasn't sure what to expect. Yeah. Um, I think they do a good job yeah. being traditional-ish to Wednesday and her character. Uh, I didn't even realize Tim Burton was working on this. Yeah. Missed that. Went over my head. But I think it's well done. I think notoriously yeah. Tim uh, Burton has <laughs> not worked with a lot of POC actors. And so this is a very POC-based project. And I think it showcases their background and stuff well. Like I think it, no, it I really love that. Yeah. embodies what it is. Hispanic family like I like that um or a Latina family and then I love the casting uh direct like the outfits the yeah. fashion in it is really good I think it's just a fun show so I've been enjoying that I love that um did you watch it at all I haven't watched it yet it's on the list um cute. I just was tossing up whether it's gonna be like is it like Sabrina and like that-esque type of thing it's like a sabrina but not like yeah. orgies every five seconds yeah. like it's ah, like yeah <laughs> it's like sabrina but like murder mystery but like the wednesday that you love i don't I, think like I, I can understand maybe questioning other characters like okay is this really yeah. the morticia that i love or is this the gomez i love but like it's the wednesday that oh, you love 
Yeah. And See, I love I love that they used uh, Louis Guzman. Is that who they Louis mm-hmm. Guzman? I love him. Yeah, he's fucking yeah, awesome. Yeah, he's like great. I'm like hell yeah, dude. I'm really I'm, I I loved it. I'm really into all the casting. I, uh, Christina Ritchie's in it. Did you know that? Love her. Yep. So Our she's queen. in it. Yeah. Um, and I think that's great that they brought her back for something. And yeah. I just I don't know. I'm I'm pretty happy with it. Um, no, it looks adorable. I also love Love Death and Robots. Every time it comes out. Yeah the the season was very good i didn't get a chance yeah. to fin- finish midnight club i kind of fell off of it um i did like the concept of it though so that was when i watched we talked about yeah. 1899 which we haven't fully watched yet but that's something we're looking into um yeah. cabinet of curiosities thought the beginning half of it was pretty good i liked it yeah i liked it a lot i think they are doing a second season too so nice i'm all about yeah. that again that was one that was like giving me anxiety like the again the rat uh, episode yeah. made my chest hurt so bad because claustrophobic and like also that's like my nightmare. Uh, yeah. I also beginning of the year I watched a show called All of Us Are Dead. Um, that was the uh I don't remember if it's an Asian horror film we were talking about. It's a zombie one. Yeah. Um, with a school breakout, which I love. Like I'm totally for any horror film, like a zombie film with a high school. Yeah, like High School of the Dead. Right there we go. Right there. And it's gone. But like this was kind of that. And I think that it did unique things with that kind of um, trope or that kind of setting, which we've seen a lot of, right? Like a horror horror high school or like a zombie film. Yeah. There was interesting perspectives. I actually thought it was very good. Um, I don't think it's like the best show that's come out, but I thought that was really fun and worth watching. Yeah. Um, All of Us Are Dead also came out love that and uh chucky which i refuse to watch but we have to just make note that it exists out there yeah yeah <laughs> um archive 81 which is is that the first season i could have swore it came out the yeah, first season but they canceled it oh so, that's the one with the tapes yeah. right yeah and it was honestly really good yeah and it was really it was really enjoyable and i just don't know if they just weren't getting viewership which is really unfortunate because it was it was actually very enjoyable um but yeah archive 81 so was it a netflix like produced one or did it just get pushed on yeah okay i think it was netflix produced my problem basically essentially like you make so much content how are you expecting people (sighs) like i don't know how they do the ratings because there's so much stuff that goes out and like you're telling me we get another season of like race and frankie or some stupid fucking show and i can't get another season of like Anne with an e or you know archive 81 or something else um oh What's the one that we liked? Uh, the mind be- mitten. What's the oh, one that we liked? Mind Hunter. Mind Hunter. Mind Hunter. Yeah. yeah. So good. Mind Bender. I'm like, <laughs> Mind Bender, like I'm Chris fucking Angel. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I, uh, so bummed about Archive 81. It's so so bummed. It's just, it's like the whole Penny Dreadful thing. You give us two fucking great seasons of Penny Dreadful and you're going to cancel it. Ah! Mad, no, it's sorry. okay. <laughs> you can cut out my my You're yellow. Allowed to be because it is it's kind of bullshit, <sighs> so and we keep getting that. the shit on the stick bullshit. with good stuff that we really like. But good stuff I do like is from, and that right there, I'm telling you, been my favorite TV show I watched all year. It's great. I've it's, heard a lot of people talking oh, about it too. Yeah, dude, it's just it's got like. 30 days of night meets like lost. Mm. So essentially the premise is that these people, whenever they're driving, 
these people from all over the country, all over the world, basically when they're driving down this road, they all basically turn down this one road and it's they see the same road with like a uh, giant um, tree in the middle of it that basically makes them have to turn around, right? But yeah. when they turn around, they go right back through this little town that they passed. Well, what they don't know is that at dusk every night, these like fucking people who died in the town before that look like fucking 30 days of night vampire demons try to get in your house and you basically can't look outside like you can't like open any of the windows you can't let them inside at all and like there's all these questions about like what they are why they're there like all these things um and it's just fucking so You're good just, i just love it i just love so it so there's a um i'm obsessed there's a show that's coming out that i keep seeing i think it's on showtime uh uh let the right one in i think it's called yeah um, is that based off of the movies? Mm-hmm, but it's with the with the yeah. young girl as a vampire. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That yeah. I, I don't think it's out yet. That just reminded me of it, though. That's something I'm looking forward to watching next year. Yeah. For and sure. also, I'm really looking forward to the Last of Us show. I am so excited for it. Oh, listen! I watched Jay play those games, and I know the sadness that happens, and I don't think I can physically take that. Well, bro. So. We have a fantastic cast, right? Yes. Uh, my my friend Gabriel's in it, and so I'm really excited to watch him in it. But also, like, we have uh, this reminded me because I saw House of the Dragon. Uh, I believe the actress who plays Ellie is from Game of Thrones, right? She is the oh, the little bear queen. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember her, but yeah, there she's like a little tough cookie. But yeah, yeah, she's she's in it. And then uh, what's his name? Pedro Pascal. Is that it? Yeah. Oh my god, beautiful the Pedro. Man. P- yeah, Pascal. Just, yeah. 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 Wonderful. So I think that's going to be something I'm looking forward to next year. And I know that we just kind of shifted off the topic. I'm sorry, but you reminded me of when you were saying that. No, I mean, it's sci-fi zombies, so it fits, dude. I mean, I literally had like House of the Dragons and Rings of Power on here Mm -hmm. too, because it's like, even though I know we talk a lot about horror, but I feel like sci-fi still fits in that that genre because there's so many concepts about sci-fi that can be seen as horror, whether it be Mm -hmm. like deep space, you know, robots, stuff like that. So, and I'm, I'm a huge fantasy nerd, so yeah. Um, yeah, dude, for sure. Absolutely. Um, I know you like that Raised by Wolf show too. That's on Hell here. yeah, dude. Yeah. But they canceled that shit too. And oh, now no I'm like going to flip my teeth. Yeah, I'm just, yeah. Uh, the first season was beautiful. The second season kind of fell off, but it is, it is kind of unfortunate because I feel like people who still liked it, it's kind of like the Westworld thing, how they canceled Westworld. Uh, dude. Bullshit. Like I didn't watch this most recent season, um, but the season before that sucked. And I heard this one was actually getting good and like, they yeah. should have never left the park like no. they did. Like they, they, it just you you have such this beautiful world within the the parks that they had that they could have literally just spent season after season going through different parks in there. But they just lost people. Well, if you're gonna leave the if you're gonna leave the park, just do AI robot takeover and do it well. Yeah. Like that's that's terrifying. Yeah. I that's a great premise. Why don't you just do that? Yeah, dude, and it had such like oh, it's such great promise. It's just like. Well, they ended this past season when they're like, we're going home. And then it shows them back in the, the sweet water. Is that what it was called? The, the town. And it's like, how are you going to do that? So that's my ending. That's my ending. HBO, you're telling me that out of the billions of dollars that you have, that's the ending you're giving us. I'm I'm literally, I'm going to cancel my HBO right now. <laughs> I don't know. I'm mad about it because I, I love the first two seasons. I mean, true. But listen, I have the best idea. And if anybody who's listening is a writer, you can use this idea. Just maybe like, I don't know, just holler at your girls right here. Okay. So Melisandre brings Jon Snow back from the dead, right? After at the wall, right? 
so the dragon at the end flies off with Daenerys' body, right? She's dead, right? What if the dragon finds Melisandre? Melisandre's like, ah, shit, this is my calling because, oh, my God, I'm a fire and this bitch has dragons. And then all of a sudden Melisandre brings Daenerys back and we get Danny again. Bam. That's all we want. I don't think we should be surprised after what happened to Game of Thrones, so I don't want to... <laughs> like, oh, that would be sick. Oh, dragon flies her to the ice people. She becomes ice queen. Okay, we just gave people two ideas, two ideas. I Way better than what we have. Way better. So we just go two ways. She could be a fire queen or ice queen. We're, we're leaving this up to you guys, but we just honestly need someone to make this happen because that's not the way that this is going to end. And as if we wouldn't want the drama still of people still trying to take over fucking King's Landing. Like, there's still the drama, so. I picture her as, like, an ice queen. My question is, in what world did I think it was okay to support this this uncle and his 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 niece? You know, in what world did I am I behind that, you know? Somehow. I don't know. Significantly better than what we got. It is, because I'm all like, hell yeah, Rhaenyra, <laughs> kill them, <laughs> Team Black, <laughs> but Kristen Cole, <laughs> but no. Um, Give me the fanfic ending Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know, man. It's, um, you know, there's just so much going on this year with, with, with I think, TV shows and, and horror in general, and I just, honestly, I'm, I'm happy that this year was way better than last year, because last year it was a little, a little sad. You know yeah. what they, but instead what they choose to do is just give you so much incest because that is significantly better than an actual fleshed out story. Thank you so fucking much. It's okay. Listen, I liked, I will say I liked this season a lot better than previous seasons. I can tell that this was a topic that um, he wanted to make uh, very artistic. It's convincing. I think it was very beautifully done given the topic <laughs> that he was talking about. Um and it, it was a true life horror story. I don't want to give away everything going on. And I don't obviously want to give away what happens in the season. But, um, you know, uh, I do I do love how every dude, though, cast in a Ryan Murphy flick always looks the same or it's Evan Peters. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of stuff that's disappointing, American Horror Story. Uh, it's <laughs> no, I haven't. But it's on my list. It's on my list. And maybe Bodies, 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 because I should. I'll just maybe, maybe for hope. And the invitation. Okay, see, see, this is you guys. We always have so much to review. You, I, you don't realize how much horror is coming out until you're on Screenbox and Shutter, and you, you, you browse everything on Hulu for horror, and you're like, every platform's got its own things. Every platform, and I'm like, God damn. Well, this brings me to what is your your out of all these? What do you think is the most underrated film that has come out this year? I love Deadstream. I if you are in the mood and and it's family friendly. So if anybody has like a family, I, they might say the f word or something. I don't know, but I mean honestly, it's it's really fucking good. Like it's enjoyable as fuck. I would love to see them do. And like we talked about last time too. It's like as a husband and wife who's writing these movies and producing them, which is fucking adorable. Like that is like the dream, right? Like <laughs> like the dream. Um, but dude, it, I'm telling you, Deadstream. I, I had so much fun with I love that one. I would love to see that. I mean, I so for me, I think it is a mix between um like I think Fresh is kind of underrated. Like not a lot of people were talking about it. I thought it was really fun. I would probably say like for you, I haven't seen too many people talking about Dashcam or, or um, Deadstream, but I've been seeing like I'm in a horror group on Twitter and they've been posting a lot about those two. So I haven't seen like mainstream Twitter talking about it, but even though I haven't watched those two movies, I've seen a lot of people talking about it at the same time. What was your favorite slasher that came out this year? Non-biased opinion, of course, is Scream. There we go. 
I'm going to have to say Scream because I don't think there was, other than Halloween ends, I don't really think there was too many slashers. Well, I guess Terrifier and X count as slasher films. Oh, oh, I get, oh, yeah. Okay. Well, Terrifier, yeah. Actually, I would say I like Terrifier more than Scream. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Different yeah. opinions, different. Yeah. We'll take it. But that doesn't um, mean that I don't see that. I, I like Scream too. Don't get me wrong. They're about the same. That's good. <laughs> I would put um, for a thriller, like the best thriller, is probably, I would say, Smile for me because that was the movie that had my heart racing the most. But I would also put X in there. I thought those were um, very good thrillers. But I don't know if you had a, a difference of opinion. I think we're, we're somewhat similar. We're pretty much the same. Yeah. I would say yeah. thriller wise, probably about the same. I would say like Barbarian, Smile, Thriller. I, I would say those two got me like, ooh. Um. What was the best like monster yeah. you saw? It doesn't have to be like specifically like a, a creature, but like maybe the best like makeup that you saw or the best um, weird cray. Cooking. Yeah, yeah. Cray. I would say yeah, because I mean honestly, I got a grizzly bear fighting the predator. You know how how much more epic could you get than that? Other than you know, I obviously I don't like when Chris. No, is but I will say know. the makeup on uh, the predator itself was very like the the face sculpt so oh, cool. You, yeah. yeah. He did, yeah. I'm pretty sure that was all practical. And dude, we're here for it. I mean, that's that. That's the main disconnect with the one before that is that they did so much CGI. When it's like, bro, you've got all of these talented ass people that do makeup and special effects. Use them. This is not <laughs> nearly on the same scale. I think I'm using monster kind of loosely, but I think I liked um, in the black phone that the concept that when they were putting on a mask or taking it off or different parts of the mask was kind of like them yeah. separating themselves from the monster that is the, you know, the serial killer. The grab the grabber. Yeah, I think that's what they what they're the calling them. So I think that was a really what a, a really fucking mask interesting though. way to separate them um from his mentality and, and how they did it. I, that's yeah. something I liked a lot. But I think definitely best makeup was probably like for prey and like that type of creepy monster. And I mean I'll yeah, also, you, you know, we saw the monster in Barbarian. It was it was really sad. Oh with them oh girl with those titties, yeah. She just needed I know, just needed some you just needed some a bra. Like I would take her a bra. We have so thing. many. Who's just had such bad, bad back problems. I know. With those knockers hanging. It, it was just. It reminded me uh, of it. The old lady running around. Saying yeah. Thing. Oh, I know. Mm. What was your top comedic horror film? Because my. I mean, Deadstream. Yeah. Probably. Dashcam was equally. I would say equally as funny, but I just loved everything about Deadstream because it did have a lot more jump scares. I'm going for a, a barbarian because that shit made me laugh. I don't know if it was intended oh, to be that I mean, funny, yeah. but I, I, I thought it was pretty funny. I liked it a lot. So. I mean, Justin Long just brings something very special to, I feel like, every film that he's in because he's such a likable he's such a likable guy in real life that mm -hmm. the worst thing about it is when he plays a piece of shit in a movie, you're like, fuck, man, why you got to go and do that? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I, but Tusk, this, like, he's oh. just, he should just keep doing horror because I think yes. he's great with it. Yeah. So what would you say your top three horror films were for this year? I'd say Nope, Barbarian, and Deadstream. Yeah. Wow. I yeah. said Nope, Scream, and Prey. I <laughs> oh, Prey, fuck. <laughs> Can I do horror? I, I, that's why I'm... <laughs> That's why, that's why I was like, you didn't say Prey. Who are no. you? See, that's that's the thing is like, I just think in my mind, I'm like, oh, I just love. Yeah, no, Prey has got to be up there. Prey has got to be up there. So I would, I would, but it is, I mean, it's a fucking alien that's killing people, yo. <laughs>
Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. it's not technically horror, but is like it's like the sci-fi horror. It's a slasher when you think about it. Um, yeah. My, you can give a bonus because my honorable mention bonus is definitely the black phone. So you could be like, actually, I meant prey, and my bonus is Deadstream. But you know what I mean? <laughs> Deadstream, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so th- no, Deadstream is great. Um, and prey, obviously, we both love that one. I so. will say then we we pretty much got on the same track of our um our campers with saying that. For both of yeah. us, Barbarian and Nope were up there, right? And then we loved Smile. Yeah. Um, Pearl, I get we didn't yeah. see it yet. So I'm very, very sorry. But we both liked X, so I'm sure that we'll like Pearl. You know what I mean? So We loved X, yeah. yeah. So I think that's that's it's interesting to see kind of where um Twitter yeah. is feeling and uh our our campers and how they're feeling about movies because obviously we watch a lot of what's the word? It's like underrated, maybe not uh b-horror we watch a lot of b-horror so i think that's something that's really fun but um i mentioned some stuff i'm excited for next year i don't know if there's anything else that you like obviously we've talked about yellow jackets that's a thing we're waiting for next year oh yeah for sure um is there anything you're anticipating or hoping for even if it's not a specific movie or show maybe like a theme you would like to see like oh i want a new vampire flick or something like um i'm really on the cannibal kick lately which is so strange because i don't eat meat but it's like i love to watch about cannibals i guess i don't know like (laughs) yeah eat that meat um yeah yeah, man i'm just telling you fresh and all the other i don't (laughs) ignore me (laughs) i (laughs) eat that meat oh god that clip so bad uh Anyway, I, no, uh, yep, that's what she yeah, said. Yeah, dude, all all the all the meat eating. <laughs> I guess I'm here for. It. I don't know. <laughs> I could use. I need uh, another Josh Hartnett film next year. That's what I need. I need Josh Hartnett in, in horror, or I need a. I need more romance horror in my life. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I still am very sad that Thirty Days of Night ended with him dying because I literally still am scarred by the fact that they couldn't make it work as him as a hot, crazy vampire. He's so hot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we love Josh Hartnett. Pretty dreadful, yep. I'm telling yep. you. Yeah. I think you know. I I blame it on us growing up with like things like the fact. I just you know same and... brain wavelength. I literally was gonna say that. Amazing, you know me. Because <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's like I mean, him and like Ski Ulrich, like Devin Sawa, they were those total like heartthrobs mm-hmm. for like us growing up. So like, of course, yeah support them that'd be cool um all right well we're getting to the end of this episode before we start to do our outro stuff we just want to say thank you so much for listening we posted our spotify rock the other day so many of you are listening from all over the world that is very cool and also like it makes me go oh my god all these people are listening to me be a complete jackass 99 percent of the time but it's okay (laughs) yeah but they love it that's why they're here because they like they like so the one thing i get a lot from people when i talk to them in person about our podcast is one they're like thank you for not being the generic uh let me get really invasive with murder like we don't we're we're not like grotesque as like a lot of podcasts are um and they enjoy that it's funny and that we make jokes uh, with each other not of like the heavy subjects yeah. um but they they feel yeah. like you know it's like a conversation with a friend like a lot of people will get their coffee they'll have it yeah. in the morning and it's like the company that they're keeping which i think is really cool um and you know we apparently are in like 58 countries that's pretty cool to think about um i know that you know the uk canada australia and mexico outside the united states are probably who listen to us the most so hi thank you so much for listening to us and the fact that people just want to even listen is is very cool so we really appreciate you checking out camp cryptid if you're listening make sure you go over to our spotify or uh, apple Podcasts and leave us a review as well um, because that's something that's really important for uh just 
so people can find us and so that they can check out episodes of Camp Cryptid. But I don't know if there was anything else that you wanted to say before we get out of this. Oh, yeah. Just touching base on how you said there are 58 countries that listen to us. That means 58 countries have got to send us in all of your local cryptids because now we want to hear all about it. So no matter where you are in this world, I want to hear all about your weird stories of local cryptids and local legends and folklore. And, um, you know, we just kind of want to dive into the whole world of like the weirdness and mysticism of, you know, monsters and all the good creepy stuff out there. So, you know, it's just so cool to like, I guess, have like feel like we have so many friends in all these other countries so yeah <laughs> thank you for making us part of your your weekly routine or bi-weekly routine that's very cool if you'd like to listen to more episodes of camp cryptid or find all the other ways to find us on social media go to campcryptedpodcast.com we're again i mentioned apple Podcasts and spotify but we're on podbean youtube google play like probably everything you could think of we're on there uh we also have a contact section on our website so if you want to submit to us those cryptids erica was talking about outside of our reddit you can go Go right on there and let us know about a local legend that you may have. Uh, we tend to do a lot of those campfire tales, which are really fun. Uh, next week or in two weeks, rather, because we're bi-weekly now, we're going to be doing a little bit of a holiday special, which everybody seems to enjoy every year. So yeah. that's been fun. And then get your Krampus on. <laughs> yeah, we love Krampus. I, 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 I'm here for it. So hopefully you'll see more episodes featuring the cryptids around the world. That's something I would love to do. So please send this to us at campcryptidpodcast.com. And until next time, we're your camp counselors. Signing off.